Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hello everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Red Men Bite Size podcast. My name's Steve Hall. I'm sure you're all sick of hearing my voice today. I've been on plenty of content, but no, you've got even more of me, so I can only apologize in advance if you listen to the previous you've listened to Red Men Weekly, we'll hear some more content in your ears today. Yes, we're going to round up the latest Liverpool news, starting with the reaction to Jürgen Klopp's press conference. I always try, when there's good news and bad news, let's do the bad first so that we can get spin back positive because that's kind of what we want to do. We don't want to leave on a bad note. So the bad news from Jürgen's press conference is that he thinks... He, well, he said he reckons Alexis McAllister is unlikely to play against Crystal Palace. Alexis needs stitches in a cut that he suffered during the 2-0 win over Sheffield United in mid-week. Um, he played on through the game, got it strapped up, but then he, I think he got a bit too bad for him in the end and he, he had to go off and... Yeah, he can say he's unlikely that he's going to be able to feature tomorrow. Hopefully not on too long term, just a, a cut, but they're going to keep an eye on it. Like I say, let it heal and get himself back ready. Hopefully for when Liverpool play Manchester United a week on Sunday. But yeah, no Alexis is the bad news. The good news, potentially very, very good news, is that Alison Becker is back in full training and there's a chance that he's in goal for Liverpool tomorrow which is absolutely fantastic. With all due respect to Kevin Keller, who had a good game against Sheffield in midweek, we'd all be much more comfortable with Alisson in goal, provided he doesn't turn into a bit of a madman like he did against Manchester City at times. Um, when he first went down injured in that game, of course, there, were a lot of, there was a lot of worry. How long is he going to be out for? Will he be back for the United game? Will he be back for that big Arsenal game as well? But it appears that he's going to be fine for those. And there's a very good chance, barring any setbacks, that he could be in goal for the game at Sellers Park. So yeah, really, really positive news. Alisson back quicker than pretty much everyone expected. And it looks like it's trending towards Liverpool's number one goalkeeper and the best goalkeeper on the planet being back between the sticks at Selhurst Park tomorrow. So yeah, a little bit of bad news, a little bit of good news. Um, also in the press conference, Jürgen was asked about Joel Matip, of course. He revealed post-Sheffield United win that Matip had ruptured his ACL, meaning that his season is over and that he, obviously, with him being out of contract, who knows what that means for his future going forward. Jürgen confirmed that Liverpool have already told Joel Matip that whilst he's injured, he'll be absolutely fine. They'll look after him, which suggests that there's like a short-term rolling deal of some kind going to be in place from the summer. Obviously, his contract runs out in the summer. 
a ruptured ACL in terms of getting back from that one, that is not going to be something that is back fit and firing in like six months. You're looking a long time for that one. Um, in terms of recovery, it could be anything. It could be nine. It could be 12. Who knows? Usually when you tear your ACL, it's the, the general recovery is something nine months is usually around it six is usually if, if it's going really really well um, bear in mind your old Matip's contract runs out in what probably like seven months Liverpool are going to look after him through that process so if he gets to you know seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, who knows where he gets to the Reds are going to make sure he's, he's sorted and then Jürgen said that they'll be having conversations about what that means for his future as well long term will they offer him an extension to his deal were they planning to offer him an extension to his deal there's a way this pans out where this rolls into the season and sometime in win, you know, winter, autumn, winter next year, 2024, John Matip gets himself available and Liverpool can then decide, listen, do you want to sign a six, eight-month contract till the end of the season and stick with us? Or actually, you know what, see you later, mate. We've actually bought someone, you you crack on, go and get your, your fit, go and get yourself a club, we don't know, but really good that they're going to look after them, that's the right thing too, is obviously Liverpool are going to lead the rehab and all the, the post-surgery needs that John Matip's going to have in terms of rehabilitation and getting himself back again, back fit and firing. What that means in the long term, Jürgen says he doesn't know, the club will do the right thing, so we'll see what that means. Um, with that being said, as is often the ruthless nature of football, when one person goes down, a lot of attention turns to who's going to um, replace him. Well, according to John Cross, John Cross, not I said John Moss before again. I don't, it's not John Moss. John Moss was an incompetent, horrendous referee who once gave a penalty at, at Anfield for not knowing what had happened and just asking the TV monitor and then just giving the pen anyway. That's John Moss. John Cross is the chief football writer of The Mirror. And he says, Wolfsburg defender Maxence Lacroix. Lacroix? Lacroix. I think it's Lacroix. Is on their radar. Obviously, Jörg Schmadke, current Liverpool sporting director, knows the player very, very well. He was born in France, moved to Wolfsburg uh, in 2020. He's played a lot of games, over 100 games for them. Um... Reports he could be available for around £25 million. Like I say, York Schmack will know him very well. So he's being named touted as an option. John Cross says he's on the radar. He also says that Liverpool rate Crystal Palace and England defender Mark Gahey. They Liverpool rate him very highly. However, he's more likely to be sought after next summer as Crystal Palace will simply refuse to sell him in January, which again is absolutely their prerogative. I know they're shy Crystal Palace, and, but they're probably too good to go down. Not really going to challenge too much. I mean, they always bank between 40 and 50 points every season. So maybe if things go quite well in December and a big and big comes in, they go, you know what? We're safe. Let's bank on it now. And, and someone gets Mark Gay. I know Arsenal link with them as well. Can I see Liverpool spending £70 million on a defender in January? probably not unless it was one where they were going to bring it forward from the summer anyway I don't know but Lacroix age wise price wise the fact the team he's from does tick a lot of boxes we'll again we'll see how that one pans out Jürgen kind of downplayed it in the press conference saying you know he's happy with the four options he's got having a fifth one sometimes can lead to players not getting minutes but then he did clarify if these four are fine, then we're fine. If another one goes, then he, he said it'll be a tricky situation. And that's unfortunately the issue. It's all well and good on paper saying we've got four options because we have. But that's, that means a lot of footy for Ibu Kanate, whose injury record is far from stellar. Same for Joey Gomez. Quantas is a young kid. Like, 
and he's been excellent. He really has. He's been a, a real, real bonus because if he hadn't developed this season, we'd all be a bit more worried now that Liverpool are down to three plus a really inexperienced kids. I think we're all quite happy with what we've seen from Jello Kwanzaa. That is a fourth option. We're okay with it, but... Gomez sometimes plays right back Gomez sometimes plays left back Canate's injuries aren't exactly fantastic in terms of staying fit all the time so for me I would like to see Liverpool get something done in January if they can I don't know too much about Machine Lacroix whether he's the one I'll have to go and watch a little bit more YouTube other than the little videos I watched this morning but yeah although Jürgen tries to downplay it I think the way he said, like, you know, it's okay for now, we'll see how it is. I wouldn't rule Liverpool doing anything out in January. John Cross seems to think there's an option there as well. Time will tell who is right. Hopefully, Liverpool, first things first, get through there with no more injuries and and then reassess, making sure Liverpool are still fighting for trophies. There's a good chance they come out of December not only in Europe, which is guaranteed, fighting for a title. They could be in a League Cup semi-final, depending on how that game against West Ham goes. So there's plenty to look forward to for the future, but Liverpool need to get there first. Um, I'm going to start wrapping up just before I let you guys know that throughout December here at Redmen HQ we're giving away loads of Liverpool themed goodies each and every day in December we've got books sweatshirts posters prints we've also got incredible signed stuff too we've got a goalie glove signed by former Red Chris Kirkland we've already given away a captain's armband that was signed by Lucas Lever however still to come a 2007 shirt signed by Dirk Cout we've got last season's home shirt signed by another centre half I just mentioned earlier on there Ibu Kanate that is all available over at redmenplus.com if you sign up as a legend we'll be doing those draws daily I've already done two today congratulations to Brian and Mikey who won a signed book and a packet of well, three packs of our beers of Anfield Road beer match respectively didn't win both they won one prize each um, but yeah if you join as a legend here subscribe over at redmenplus.com you'll get all of our extra podcasts the daily chance of a nice little Christmas treat in the form of one of our prizes and keep on the lookout because on Christmas Eve we'll be releasing the first of our two part series the greatest Liverpool signings of all time the countdown of Liverpool's best ever signings part one available Christmas Eve part one part two available rather on Christmas day so on those busy days you want to sneak away and get a little hour to yourself away from the family or your friends or someone who's doing your editing or you and your Liverpool loving family and mates all want to sit down rather than watching reruns of crap movies that are on telly like they always are around Christmas get sit down have a bevy have a drink put the, whatever you do put the kettle on and count down the top 50 Liverpool signers that'll be available as well if you sign up at redmenplus.com right I'm going to shoot off there do come and join us on Saturday for the watch along and all the post-match content as Liverpool hopefully stick it to the hodge and get three points down at Selhurst Park. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.